selections and get you protected. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the BBB, so call 800-494-6139. U.S. Tax Shield, 800-494-6139. Friends, we all reach tipping points in life. The weight of a low-paying job, unpaid bills, a new family. You can't keep going. That's where my computer career can help. In just months, not years, they can help you start a new life as an IT pro, even without prior experience. Impossible. You learn online from home. And my computer career offers lifetime career services to help you find jobs with companies begging for IT pros. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. College basketball's best dunkers and sharpshooters will gather at Xavier University of Louisiana, downtown New Orleans, on Thursday, March 31st for the State Farm College Slam Dunk and three-point championships. Buy your tickets now at collegeslam.com. Not all kids with crooked teeth can afford braces. Luckily, there's donated orthodontic services from the American Association of Orthodontists. Kids who qualify can be matched with a volunteer orthodontist. Visit aaoinfo.org. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. It is hour number two. Gus Kattengill, Brian B. Enemy for a second straight day before. Are you ever going back to Denver? You're just Maybe hanging not. out here. No, okay. I think I'm going to stay. Fine. McQueen seems to like you. So. That's my guy. But, you know. Um... Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. Dennis Allen spoke this morning to get you caught up in case you just joined us for our number two or in the middle of our number one. Welcome aboard. Our question of the day from Jordan the interns real simple. How do you feel about Taysom Hill being a tight end this year? Dennis Allen earlier this morning asked about Taysom Hill. This is what he had to say, and this is why it's a question of the day. I think the role for Taysom um, really is going to be a lot more of the um, kind of F tight end, move tight end type of role. I think that's I think that's the direction that we need to move with him because I think he can be um, one of the better players in the league in that role, and and so. Um, I don't like having Taysom, if Jameis is out there playing quarterback, I don't really like Taysom standing next to me on the sideline. Um, and so I think you'll see him more in that type of role. Saints fans have been wanting that. We've actually talked about if that makes sense with the lack of production from that position group. So Saints fans want to hear from you. 800-998-1003 on that as well. Saints also making sure you understand that that's the direction they want to go because they signed quarterback Andy Dalton to a one-year deal worth up to six million, including three point, uh, three million in, um, in guarantee. So Andy Dalton is QB2. Jameis Winston's QB1. Ian Book would be, you know, QB3, Brian, but would be my guess here. Mm-hmm. Because, again, you just heard the head coach say the focus this year is tight in at that position. So we'll see how that goes and how that plays into the roles moving forward. The other key thing this morning the pass along, I don't know if it's that big a deal. I guess apparently some teams felt the need to uh, to change the overtime rule slightly. Each team will be guaranteed a possession, but only in the postseason. So in the playoffs, Brian, as he shakes his head, if a team scores a touchdown, it doesn't matter. Yes. The other team will get at least an opportunity to try to score a touchdown and continue that game. But it's only, again, in the postseason. So in the regular season, it's what we've been working with. Score a touchdown, deuces, score a field goal, the other team gets the ball. Like, just change the overtime rule overall or leave it alone. Like, I, I don't understand. It, it's supposed to be sudden death. We're professionals here. What, what's the problem? I understand it's saying right now on the graphic that 10 out of 12 teams, you know, uh, you know, that have won the, the coin toss usually won the play, won the playoff game. 
didn't the defense take the field too? Or did it just yeah. like seven on seven or something? Only 21% I mean, though. I mean, if it was, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just look at it from that perspective, man. I, I don't know. I, again, stop them. Yeah, that's, you know? that's, it's and, that and simple. You, you still have to score a touchdown. Like that yeah. is not easy yeah, to yeah. do. I just, so anyway, um, those are the two big, uh, I guess, bits of news to, to come out of it here as well. We're still worried about receiver, obviously. Poor Uncle Earl. He's, um, he wants a receiver signed now. He's threatening to put on his cleats. You would like a veteran receiver. You asked Juan Kincaid from Fox 8 if there was going to be a veteran receiver. Here's Dennis Allen this morning on the receivers on his football team. I think it's still a position that we want to try to add to. Um, but we certainly feel good about um, being able to get Traquan Smith back, um, having Deontay Hardy, um, having Mike Thomas come back. So we feel... We feel good about the position, uh, but yet it's still a position that I think we want to try to add to. So, I'm going to take that, and I'm going to tell you my crazy idea today. You're going to start that the I, wide receiver revolution all over again, well, aren't no, you? Well, I remember you did this for quite some time. I, I'm going to even call it the wide receiver revolution. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, and Tony and Orlando will get right to you. Give me about 30 seconds. There's a guy in Seattle. Beast. That's going to be a free agent next year. Now, now... Head coach Pete Carroll saying he envisions DK Metcalf with the Seahawks next year. He envisioned Russell Wilson being That's there too. Exactly right. He said that last year. I'm just saying, imagine this bruising offense of Thomas, Metcalf, Hill, Titan, Camara. Don't get me excited. I'm just, look, I don't know what his contract would be. He's on his rookie year right He's now, so you could get contract. him on there. It's not that much. You have the numbers in front of you. Yeah. Now, Devontae Adams just signed a $140 million deal, 65 guaranteed. Tyreek Hill with Rory's Dolphins, 120, 72 guaranteed. Amari Cooper has a hundred mil. Michael Thomas, 96 million with 60 guaranteed. It's gonna be in that neighborhood. Yeah. I get that. I'm just saying, I, I'm, I'm not Kai, that's for them to figure it out. But could you imagine, like, I'm, I'm just saying, you want your receiver, then go get that guy. Now, it is almost like putting some Alka-Seltzer in, in a Coke bottle. I have no idea what that, that's gonna, that's gonna be, it could be a volatile situation. It could be Between crazy. those two guys. But you got, you know, I mean, seriously. MT, Michael Thomas, and Metcalf, after every catch, or something's happening. They're either going to complain oh, or they're, they're going to celebrate on, on everybody. I just think, oh my God, it'd be like a Netflix series. I mean, it'd be the most despised receiving core, but they're going to be bruising now. Good luck on that. I'm just saying, good luck on that. And he went to Ole Miss, so he's like Dude, right I'm there. Just, I'm just telling you, that guy's a, that, he's unstoppable. He's unguardable. He's Mike Thomas with speed. He's unguardable and with it's poor ridiculous. size. It's re- I'm just it's, saying, go make that happen. <laughs> And it's, I mean, look, you were going to give up three first round picks for Besides Watson. That's what I'm saying. You're good. Now, whether or not he'll be happy, it's a different story, but I'm just saying, go get me some DK Metcalf. I need it. I need that Michael Thomas, Kamara, and Taysom Hill. Make it like the album cover for the front of your media guy with Jabu just in the middle with arms folded. Good luck with that. It just, you know, like you said, <laughs> just slap parental revisory, you know, on Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Let's go. Go look at Alvin Kamara's Instagram page. He just posted a picture yesterday in Cancun. That hand gesture with all of them doing it on the media guide yes. is what I would do. Tony, thanks for calling Orlando. you in the on-deck circle. Tony, what you got for us today on the Sports Hangover? Yeah, man, look. Hey, how you guys doing today? Doing good? Doing good, man. Good. All right. Heck yeah. Uh, man, look, I like Taysom being in the tight end role because you can still put him in that wildcat role. You can still move him around, and you ain't got to put that BS of him being a quarterback. You know, and you can still use him as a quarterback, but you don't have to announce it. You know, it's kind of one of those like, things that you put him in the right. ball cat and you can do your play-action passes. So you have more versatility. You actually put him in the role where you're supposed to be put in the role in the beginning and not just being classified as a quarterback, which we all know he's not. You know, I, I like I liked, I liked the decision that they finally just came out and said it instead of having people still have bickering online who should be the starting quarterback for the thing. Right. Now we know it's Daniel. You know, I'm glad you're moving past that, you know. Uh, Traquan Smith, I'm happy we got him back because I can't recall him playing more than one game with James. And and only other person we had to, to stretch the field was 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 Deontay Harris, just like five foot nothing, you know. So everything's a jump ball when the ball is on the field. If he's not burning the guys, you know, it's incomplete pass or intercepted. Now you got a six two guy who can run run just as fast, 
in a straight line speed, and now you can actually get him deep downfield, and you got him at a pretty good price. You're looking at Gatlin who can't catch the ball to save his life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I mean, that is my uh, my take. I'll take on the thing. I mean, when you look at the Saints receiving core, they don't really have a you know they they don't have the ability to sit down and be picky. Not at all. You know, they, they have to, you know, get somebody who's going to come in. And if you can get a DK Metcalf, you know, to, to add to a Michael Thomas, to add to Taysom Hill. Sounds good. Come out to add to Alvin Kamara. Sounds good. As long as Cesar Ruiz doesn't screw it up and gives Jameis just enough time to get the ball downfield, you're not stopping that. <laughs> I do. But again, even with that, I mean, just give me a slant. <laughs> you're not you're not yeah, stopping him on a slant. Roy already sent me the poster of slant man with Michael. Sorry, Michael Tom. That's fine. Guess what? Pick a slant, left or right. Good luck with. Doesn't matter which I'm, way you I'm, go I'm, with it. I mean, I'm, I'm good. What do y'all think? What do y'all think? Doug Marone will make a big impact on a guy like uh like Caesar Ruiz. I, I do. Make, yes. I think uh, Doug Marone would make an impact on this offensive line. One hundred percent for not only Ruiz but also for Pete as well. I think what Pete's problem is that he's a better run blocker than he is a pass blocker, and he doesn't stay healthy long enough to you know to even develop his pass blocking skills. So I think Doug Marone's going to play a huge role for the offensive line. The question now, is, you, what, what, what positions? Do you think we run more two two tight end sets now with uh with Taysom and uh and Troutman? Because Troutman was coming on late before he got hurt at the end of last year. I mean, it took him a while to get going, but he finally started running routes and actually started catching the ball more. You don't think they'll run more two tight end sets? You know, everybody knows Jameis loves his tight end. Do I? I mean, to be honest with you, I, I think with Pete calling the plays, we have yet to find out what they're going to be able to do. Yeah. Th- does it seem like a great idea? Of course, because you want to get as many guys you know who are athletic on the field as possible. But it also depends on who's your number two wide receiver because then you take away you take away a weapon at wide receiver if you're going to add two tight end sets because you're not taking Kamara off the field. Oh no, not at all. I mean, who's our backup? Who's our backup? Kamara. Kamara. We're going to go with Ingram, or we're going to well, that, that's something you know, you can that, address probably. I yeah. mean, well, Ingram is another year in the deal, so he'll be in there. But that's something I was talking with General D earlier this morning too. Like, do you go? He he wants Christian McCaffrey. He'd no. like to go get Christian McCaffrey. No. No, because it's gonna it's gonna cost you too much to get McCaffrey, yep. who's pretty much injured every season, all season. That's my concern. Because I told yeah. him, I said Metcalf or McCaffrey. Oh, great day, guys. Thank oh, take you, care, man. fam. Appreciate the phone call, man. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. There goes Tony Orlando. Step up to the plate, sir. What you got for us today? Hey, how you guys doing today, man? I'm kind of I'm excited, and uh, I'm glad I was in the same boat as you when we didn't sign. Deshaun Watson, I was like, that was going to probably set us back forever. And if you remember the Saints game plan, they don't really draft big names unless they come from Ohio State. It's a prototype. They, they like their prototypes, and they, they find gems in the late round. And the, the situation with Taysom Hill, I, I, I've likened that. I've been a football fan a long time, played high school and college ball. I likened Taysom Hill to Shannon Sharp, and here's why. Mm. Shannon Sharp was 215 or 210 pounds when he came out of Savannah State. And when they drafted him, he was a tweener. He wasn't quite a wide receiver, and he wasn't quite a tight end. They put him at H-back, and he developed. He developed, he developed. He laid on and became a monster, and he wasn't the best blocking tight end, but he was serviceable. And But as far as pass catching, I, I've only, I only put like three of them ahead of him. Uh, as, as uh, Tony Gonzalez and Gates, uh, which, and he wasn't the best blocker. I almost feel like Taysom made this move too late. If he would have made this move earlier in his 20s and stopped insisting on becoming a quarterback, I think it's probably gotten away like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to achieve this. But I think throughout the year, as, mm-hmm. as he get more reps and he learned the position and the blocking scheme, they're not going to ask him to block. They're not going to ask. And that's what the H-back and the F tight end come in. They, they don't have to put their hands into the yeah. ground. They learn the route, and, and he's a quarterback. He's going to know the holes in defense. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about a grown-up, motivated taste. I mean, uh, Winston. That, that question five years ago wouldn't have been answered the way it was answered last week. And um, – and just, man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the thing. And uh, I really feel like, you know, we don't need the big signing type, the big signing wide receiver, and here's why. 
because of, I think we're overlooking uh, Deontay Hardy, because he changed his name. I'm predicting, if you want to put this on the board, 50 catches this year, and here's why. I think they're going to address it in the draft. You, you need a route runner. And if you remember, guess who ran a 4-4, a 4-4-5 or a 4-4-7 in the 40 the year that he came out? Now, I know because of age and because of injury, you lose speed. But Michael Thomas is just not a slant. He's not Eric Moore. He's not um, – and uh, what was the, the guy that ran the slowest time in, the, in, in, in combine history? Uh, Antoine Bolden. He's not those guys. Right. I think at, at this point he's still maybe in a, in, a, in, a, in a low – I mean in a high 4-4 and like in a lower 4-5. I given the opportunity, I believe he can still stretch the field. Just with Drew Brees, he could never prove that. You you take a a, a, a big time route runner like Michael Thomas, get, you already have the speed guy in the in in the slot with 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 uh with 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 uh the, the, with Devontae, and you get you two more prototype receivers like you like to draft, and we you will have a winner. There it is. Orlando's excited. Broke it down a little bit there. Thank you, Orlando, for the phone call. Appreciate it, bud. Appreciate it. Yep, another open segment to come. Don't go anywhere. I see the lines ringing. Brian Gus will still talk about it. What do you think of DK Metcalf on this team? Beast. Help me. Help me make this happen. Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. One of the things I love about my favorite sports is that I'm always finding new player props or game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine prop bets from multiple games and now even multiple sports. It's called Same Game Parlay Plus and you can only find them on FanDuel. Combine NBA player props you love with your favorite NHL scores for a chance to score an even bigger payout. For my Same Game Parlay Plus bet today, I like DeMar DeRozan to score over 24.5 points and I like TJ Oshie to score a goal in the Hurricanes and the Capitals in the NHL. If you don't want to build your own Same Game Parlay, check out their popular Same Game parlay section where you could join the bets other users are jumping on. Earlier this season, over 14,000 customers won a total of $1.1 million during the Bucks at Lakers game. And if you're new to FanDuel, sign up with promo code KLRZ to get $150 in site credit guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Make every moment more and download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today. Just use the promo code KLRZ so they know I sent you. Must be 21 and over and present in Louisiana. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-877-770-STOP. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the king at 909-KING. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates on auto insurance, but what does that mean? Surprising. This often means something comes out of nowhere, like finding that $20 bill in your dryer. Great? Well, obviously, great means superior. Rates? Simply what one pays in exchange for something. And in this case, that something is State Farm being there when you need them most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios in Cutoff. The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Sean Moran did not play last night. Memphis still won. 18-2. Without Sean Moran, the Grizzlies, they're legit. They're yes. a legit team. Let me ask you this, because they were talking about it this morning on Get Up. Gus Kattengill, Brian Bianami with you. Um, does this hurt his MVP chances? Yes. Okay. No way in the world your team can go eighteen and two without yeah. you and your, you know the MVP. No, I'm with you. Um, speaking of, today could be the day that we get DK Metcalf. Today could be the day where, for the first time this season, and it may just be for a game, but it could be the day that you will see the Lakers out of the playoff standings. Yes, they take on the Dallas Mavericks tonight in uh. Dallas. In Dallas. Your king. Uh, they are a 12 point underdog. 
in Dallas. Well, LeBron why? questionable with the um, the mother of all ankle injuries, which, by the way, did not stop him from the goaltend at the end of the game. No, it where didn't. he jumped out the, the no. gym. But it, you know, you never know how that ankle is going to be. But yes, Brian, if they lose because the Spurs are half game back, yes. While the Spurs don't play tonight, they would have the same record and have the tiebreaker, which means that if Dallas wins tonight. As you wake up tomorrow morning, the Lakers would be out of the playoff standings. For as many fans as the Lakers have, <laughs> do you realize the rest of the league is celebrating this right now? Like the rest well, of the league is celebrating this. Well, they could have reinforcements coming. And you know what's happening on Friday when your oh. New Orleans Pelicans take on the Lakers at home in L.A., Anthony Davis practiced yesterday, baby. Yeah. yeah practiced I, yesterday. I'm imagining somebody put the magic soccer spray on. Like, oh, oh yeah. he's been waiting for this moment. Okay, LeBron not playing today. They're just gonna, Everyone's going to be healthy and ready to go on Friday. They take on your New Orleans Pelicans. That did not stop the folks over at ESPN this morning from absolutely blaming Anthony Davis <laughs> for all of this. This is all his fault. If you're think. LeBron James, the obvious solution to this is to move on. But he's not going to. I don't think he leaves the Lakers. You don't leave L.A. when you're that age and that stage of your life. As Wendy put it, he loves his house in Brentwood and sitting there with the tequila or the wine or whatever it is and just enjoying life. Why not? He's earned it. He wants to stay in L.A. He's going to play for the Lakers. So the question is, if he's ever going to win anything of consequence again, how are they going to replenish that roster? There's only one way to do it, and that is by trading Anthony Davis, who is, in my view anyway, about as overrated a commodity, an asset, as you could ever possibly have. Not a player. He's not a, a dramatically overrated player. He is an overrated player. Which is to say, at his best, he isn't a top five player in the NBA. He's not. He doesn't play that way. Wow. Wait a minute. Wow. I thought it was New Orleans. Wow. I thought it was the small market. Wow. What happened? My man wanted a legacy. He got one all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, one the, more and we'll get back the, to the phone lines. The best, the one best more. dressed. Brian Winhorse. In the month of March, he has played more minutes per game than any month in eight years. He was still in his 20s. Last time he played this many minutes a game. I would almost argue that you give him tonight's game off, you take the loss, you slip to 11th and try to bring him back, um, you know, with a couple more days off at the game in Utah. There it is. That's Brian Whithorse on Why does he LeBron. always sound so sad? Oh no, he's, he's miserable. Let oh me, look, I'm trying to find the sound right now, but Richard Jefferson and Windhorse this morning, I mean annihilated. Anthony Davis. It no balance. It warms my cold balance. heart. Balance. Brian Windhorse is being told that AD needs to work on his balance because he stumbles and falls all over himself all the time. Then Richard Jefferson went in on him on his diet, how he works out. Well, is the he guy's three times the size that he was here. I know. Is he too fat? Is no, that what they're saying? He's too fat. Nothing to do with too fat. <laughs> Maybe too much of that uh that muscle, whatever it is that day. The LeBron. <laughs> LeBron, I'm, I'm so confused because for years we were told, no, it's the New Orleans market. Uh, That's the problem. Well, That's his problem. You got 60 seconds. I, I, what, what are you calling for? They, the Dolphins didn't sign anybody. Roy's on the line. Roy's super fan of your Miami Dolphins. What, what, what do you want? Hello, Roy. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. What you got? <laughs> Y'all funny. I told you Taysom Hill wasn't better than Mariota. I kept telling you that. I told you that. From jump. He's not a QB. So what y'all gonna do? What's, what's, what y'all gonna do now? What do you mean we're gonna do that? He's playing tight end. Gotta worry about him playing quarterback. Nah, he's, y'all gonna, y'all gonna go from, y'all going from a 6 and 11 to 5 and 12? Five. Go, go ahead. Take take this. I don't even know what to say. This man thinks we're going to be a five-win team. The New no, Orleans Saints are going to be a five-win team. Come on, man. I'm just waiting for Brian to say something. I need I need his knowledge. Oh, you need his knowledge. Okay. I need, go, I need his ahead. knowledge. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'll simply put it this way. The Miami Dolphins, when was their Super Bowl again? Oh. Uh-oh. 
I'm, oh, I'm just, I'm just back, asking. But, no, 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 no. Don't tell me a while. Tell, tell me how long ago. Because <laughs> you know, a while could have been, you know, five, five years ago. By the same time as before the Saints won their first Super Bowl, so we about eating. Roy, how old are you, brother? How old are you, brother? I'm 46. So the Dolphins weren't even, you know, you weren't even alive when the Dolphins won that Super Bowl, right? Nah, man. Nah. But I'm still a fan, regardless. I'm still a fan. Look, man, that dusty, tro- that dusty trophy they got in the case ain't going to help you this time. <laughs> we were at the playoffs in 2016. It is a dusty... I'm glad we got. I'm glad we got a new. We got a new head coach. You know, he's gonna do good. You know, uh, he, we need an offensive mind coach because the NFL is an offensive mind league. That's what we needed. Ryan Flores was the coach that we didn't need. And especially if you get sweep by the Bills three years in a row. I'll, I'll say this. I do like the hire to, to bring in the boy Wonder. I think he's gonna he's gonna do well, especially for Tua to get, kind of get him on some of those bootlegs and get him out of the pocket where he's too small to kind of see over everybody. So I think the Dolphins will be better. The problem for you guys is that you gave up five picks to get Tyreek Hill. So if he doesn't work out, you know, the Dolphins don't, you know, make any ground. And, you know, of course, I still think Buffalo is the team to beat. I think Miami will be much better. So if I had to rank the teams, okay. I'd say Buffalo, Miami, then New England. But, 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 but I mean, but think about y'all better hope. But, th- but think about the picks we gave up. We gave up two fours and a two six. We got two fours this year, a fourth and a six this year, and a fourth and a six next year. We're really, who cares about a fourth and a six? Really, to be honest with you. And we gave up a first, which was our 29th, so you might as mm-hmm. well call that a second. Mm-hmm. And we gave up a second. So mm-hmm. like we gave away two seconds. So we really got a steal out of it, to be honest with you, because we really didn't give up much. If you think about all that came from the Larry, and we still got two first-round draft picks next year and the year after that from the Larry Mint Tunsil trade. So we came out better, a lot better. We got so much speed on our team, it's going to attract me every day. It's Every Sunday, they're not going to lose a game, Brian. Did you know that? Seven, you know, this wouldn't be the they're first time they went undefeated. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> they go undefeated every year in the offseason per uh, per yeah. year. Five wins, huh? <laughs> let, let, listen I mean, to just let me tell you something. So help you if the Saints have more wins than the Dolphins next year. So help you. That won't Lord, happen. I'm, I'm, I'm so coming looking for you. Help you. I'm just saying that won't happen. Obama, yuck, yuck it up all you want. Yuck it up all you want. So help you. That's all I'm saying. It's not going to happen. Obama got a better chance going in off. It's not going to happen. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. That's 13 it. wins. 13 to 4. Oh, my gosh. Roy, I, Roy, I think, it's time, I, think, I think it's time we do this like gentlemen. Okay. We need to put a little wager on this. Okay. Yeah, that means you and you and, you and Gus, Gus Cattingale, or Gus, mm-hmm. Gat, Gus Cattingale, yes. should yes. wear a Dolphins jersey. I'll tell you Harry what. I'll, 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 I'll match that, but... You have to not. You have to superimpose. You have to uh, basically Photoshop your face on Taysom Hill's body and make yes. that your avatar on, on social media. No, I, I, no, I do even better. I'm, I go. I go buy a Taysom Hill jersey with my own money. That's how wow. confident I am that it's not going to happen. Wow, he will. You know what? Right. That's a that's a deal, my brother. That's a deal. That's all right, my deal. friend. Thank that's you, Roy. Not, that's all right, my dude. All right. Take goes. care, my guy. There he goes. All right. I had I had a not, I didn't want to cut him off because I didn't understand him, but this is a thing I do. This is the thing I do. Are you tracking planes again? I am tracking planes. This dude here. Air Pelicans is about to take off. Oh, well, good. Yeah, the graphy. They yeah. just turned on the runway. So, there it is. Little bit. We'll be seeing them fly over. We'll uh, we'll, we'll be able to hear them. We, we He likes to hear himself take off over the <laughs> He can listen. Again, the TuneIn radio app is absolutely free. It's a great yes. way to listen to the show. Uh, as evidenced by the fact that uh, the graph. Yeah, text me when you're taking off. I'm still not seeing you on the app here, bud. Um, so then I, I'm trying to find it again. They went in on the Lakers, man. On what to do. Here, here's the thing. Because what they never talk about, Brian, when it comes to the Lakers is this is the hand picked team, by the way. Yeah. That LeBron had. Yeah. Le GM made this team the way he wanted him. Right. LeBron, 44 and a half million. Davis, 38 million. Westbrook, 47.1. Three players. Do the math on that. Oh, by the way, he was upset at the trade deadline that they didn't make a move. Yeah. I wonder why. Gee, I wonder why. Exactly right. Wonder why. insane. To give you an idea. So, all right. The graph says we, as in the the pinwheel, you know, the little piggy. We. We. Yeah. Yeah. So, they're, uh, they're airborne. 
See if we hear him here taking off here in a little bit. But yeah, I mean, when you look at that um, that price tag, man, it's it's incredible. Those three players. Man, I, I just you're talking about LeBron Westbrook. He brought in Carmelo Anthony. He had a bunch of guys from Clutch that he wanted to be on the same team. You can't complain when it doesn't go your way when you were out there saying, you know, don't tell us anything later on once we're in the playoffs and we're showing you guys because just remember what you're saying now. I'm keeping receipts and all this other. Like, you can't make complaints now. Don't nope. blame Anthony Davis now. Anthony Davis has been the same Anthony Davis forever. There they go. <laughs> there go the Pelicans. Is Todd yep. waving? Can you see him? I, I, well, I don't think I would be able to. I'd have to have x-ray vision. Okay. Well, there there they are on their way to Portland. Yeah, they'll come back with a W. Twenty one hundred feet. That's where they are right now above us. There you go. How about go get a couple of wins for us? I'd be think nice. I like that. That'd be nice. I like uh, that. The road trip: Portland at the Lakers on Friday, the Clippers, and then the Kings. Realistically, that could be a three and one road trip. I like it. I like it. I think the Pelicans can pull that off. Now let's see. Paul George could be coming back as well this week here. You know, by the end of the week, let's see how that matters or, or that changes things as a little bit. As long as the Lakers keep losing, I'm okay. Bottom line is this. Like, tomorrow is a you get no dinner. You don't get back on the airplane type game. Like, you cannot lose that game at Portland tomorrow. No, you can't. They're right? going to be missing four guys. Corey Glore, quick uh, update from him. The Pelicans Cup. That is when Tulane and UNO baseball play one another. We'll, do, uh, we'll have a little chat with him next on ESPN New Orleans. She was hanging on Johnny. He was holding on tight. Want more from your bank? Open a Cajun Pride checking account at State Bank and Trust Company and enjoy the benefits. Unlimited check writing, overdraft protection, online banking, mobile banking, debit card, ID theft assistance, safe deposit box discounts, prescription drug discounts, shopping, travel, entertainment discounts, and much more. Call or come in for more information about applicable fees and terms. State Bank and Trust Company. Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. State Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Carrie, can you make sure it is cleaned up? Restaurant Week has Sanjay's tables jam-packed. Can somebody please refill the... He needs more servers to keep these new customers coming back. Let's keep these tables turning as fast as possible, okay? Gonna need to hustle. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. From installing a smart garage door opener, to installing a bathroom faucet, to removing a tree, the Home Depot believes you can do anything, especially the things we have how-to guides for. Visit homedepot.com for thousands of tips, workshops, and ideas for projects, big and small. The Home Depot app, how doers get more done. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. LSU taking on ULM tonight at 6.30, coming off that series win against Florida. Nichols taking on Lamar, 6.30 at home, coming off the series sweep over SLU. And those Lions take on uh, their Cajuns, Raging Cajuns at 6 o'clock over at the Pat on the North Shore. And at the lakefront, Tulane taking on UNO at 6.30. Voice of the Tulane Green Wave, Mr. Corey Glore, joins us to talk about Game 1 of the Pelican Cup and also amongst other things. Sir, how are you today? I'm doing well. Have you come down from your emotional high of the Lakers blowing that lead on Sunday? No, not at all. We actually are celebrating today that it could be, could be, if the Mavericks beat them today, which they are a 12-point favorite, and LeBron likely may sit today, they will fall out of the playoff standings in a tie with the Spurs. I know it's one night, but tomorrow morning, Pels fans can wake up and see the Lakers not in the playoffs. 
is it more a hatred towards LeBron, or is it more towards Anthony Davis, or Everything? is it just the Lakers in general? Yeah. I think it's a combination of them all. You know, we're going to hate the Lakers because, well, they're the Lakers and pretty much everybody it's hates them. It's like a banana split. It's yeah. just everything. AD and LeBron are just a cherry on top. Uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, we enjoy that. It's exciting. We're petty. I mean, <laughs> Petty Sean was one of the, one of our favorite things when Coach Sean Payne would be activated, um, when, when, well, he would activate Petty Sean, right? Oh yeah, when he run up the score after being up by 30 or do it, you know, he'd be up that 30 and then do like a double reverse or something yeah. like that. We love it. Yeah, no doubt. You understand. I, I love pettiness. I'm here for all the pettiness. <laughs> um, we didn't say it was a must win series this past weekend against Dayton, but you needed at least to win that series. You dropped Saturday's game 7-3, one Friday 12-1, one Sunday 3-2. Was that series a lot closer than you wanted it to be, sir? Um, I'm, yeah, if you want to get greedy, I mean, they, they had a shot to win Saturday as well. They didn't play great, but then tied it in the ninth and had the winning run on at third and the tenth and couldn't bring him in, and then they lost to Lovett. Um, you know, I, I was pretty adamant that that series was a must-get with now conference play starting this weekend, and you don't have a lot of, I guess, really appealing chances remaining on the schedule to bolster yourself. And you're going to need help now from around the teams you've already played uh, in order to better your resume moving forward. So you couldn't afford to drop a series to Dayton over the weekend at home. That, mm-hmm. that was just not the question. So the fact that they were able to get that win Sunday after blowing a ninth inning lead, um, that was a must. Like, I, I mean, it's a strong word at the end of March, but I, I don't think it's wrong to say that they needed to win that game. Otherwise, we have a pretty different look about, um, I think, heading into conference play if they don't pull that one out. Right, and obviously Memphis coming up this weekend, but Corey, you said it the last time you were on the show last week, that that Evansville series, the RPIs, the you know where, where you look at strength of schedule, all that other stuff, when it comes to the end of the season, it really took a hit. So yeah, to your point, you, you have to win now from here on out anything outside of conference and that kind of brings us to today where if you look at you know's twitter page they, they got it they got a hype video sir they they enjoy and have had some success against tulane in this pelican cup this is a pretty highly contested series between the two and i've talked to a couple of guys on the tulane team guys who've been around for a while um, that you know kind of what the recent history of this matchup has been and how UNO has dominated this series over the last five years or so um, and how you know the, the fire is there for some of these vets that are hanging around to um, to grab this thing back into their favor. And they have three games with UNO left and there are seven midweek games remaining on the schedule. And so it's not only just a city pride thing, I would argue right now, Gus, and to get this cup and to hold on to it, because Tulane technically has it in their possession right now after winning the only meeting last year. But these are these are must-get games. These two of them are on the road. And as we just talked about, you, you don't have a ton of opportunities left to um, showcase what resume you have. And so you, you need to go get these games in that respect as well. And so... Yeah, there, there's a lot of fire around this series. There's slightly more around Tulane and UNO than in most other midweek matchups. Mm-hmm. But there, there is also just a surface-level element here of Tulane beats these games. What do you think uh, will be the key tonight here as well? Because I almost feel like Tulane's had some pretty good starting pitching on, on these midweek games. And um, in speaking with Travis Stewart back at the beginning of the season, he realized that these games were going to mean something. And to be able to get good starting pitching – is probably vital in your Tuesday-Wednesday matchups, huh? Yeah, and, and the fact that now Tulane, I think, feels pretty comfortable about four starting pitchers now at this time of year is a luxury that not a lot of teams, I think, have, both around the conference and around the country. And Carter Robinson has been terrific in midweek outings, and this team finally got him a win last week in midweek play. He's been kind of a tough luck loser over his last couple of outings, but He's really short things up. He's a fifth-year guy who has weekend starting experience and could arguably be in this weekend rotation right now, if not for the fact that I think Tulane feels pretty good about where they sit with Siegel, Carmouche, and Massey now heading into conference play over the weekend. But you know, starting pitching is one thing that I don't think Tulane is terribly worried about at the moment. You know, there could be hiccups along the way, no question, but Robinson's shown 
pretty strong track record so far this year, being able to control outings if things start going awry. I think where things now come into play for Tulane is what happens after he leaves. And especially on a day like today, and that ballpark on the lakefront, Gus, where the wind is probably going to be blowing out today at a pretty mm-hmm. steady clip, um, it could be a launching pad. It's been in previous meetings between these two at May Street Field. And so once Robinson leaves, what happens after that? Because the bullpen did leave, I think, a lot to be desired over this past weekend against State. They need to shore things up. You mentioned, you know, the bullpen, and that's kind of where I was going to go with it, the idea of, you you know, the wind blowing the way that it does, especially out there uh, on the lake. How important is, you know, I guess the closing, you know, the closing pitching and the relief pitching going to be in, in a series like this versus the Tulane Green Wave? It's critical, uh, especially since Tulane isn't quite sure about if they're going to have Ethan Groff back in the lineup tonight. He's had a knee injury that's caused him to miss the last four. Um, and you look at this past weekend in which, you know, the, the lockdown closer for the Green Wave, Zach DeVito, he got really wrecked on Saturday against Dayton. He gave up the, the tie game in the 11th, and he looked as, as off-kilter as he has all year. And so, you know, Lane Thomas, who was the setup guy, pretty well for the most of the season here, he was off the mark as well. So um, I think there are, there are guys that now need to uh, step up bullpen-wise for Tulane, not just tonight, but as conference play starts Friday against a pretty good Memphis lineup. And so you're going to need to go deeper into the pitching staff here than just the four starters that you have. And, and UNO's lineup, pretty similar to what Tulane's got. They're pretty sim- similar on the paper here, the matchup here starting tonight. And so um, you have a, a team that can get on base, that can hit some extra base hits on you, and in that ballpark, extra base hits usually go over the wall. So mm-hmm. getting locked down relief pitching is vital here tonight. Corey Glore, voice of the two-lane green wave at Corey Glore. Before we let you go, sir, I did enjoy your tweeting yesterday when you were watching, what is it, NC State and UConn, which essentially was a home game for the Huskies, even though they were the lower seed. <laughs> all, all, look, all, all I will say about that is this. I have called personally two games against UConn in stores where Tulane didn't shoot a single free throw. Yeah. I, like combined. We went two full games. Like not, a, not one. Not, not a single one. Yeah. I so. mean, if, if, what's the point of seeding then? That's my question. Like, you might as well just right. make UConn the one and, and, and move right. past it. Yeah. So, yeah. I no, saw that, the highlights I, just a, now right before you came on, and it, 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 it's essentially homecoming. Everyone's standing up yeah. and watching the game, you know, and celebrating it, the overtime It was overtime a great win. game. Yeah. And it was a great game, and I couldn't move past that. Like, NC State, like, worked for number one seed in the tournament and they have to go to Connecticut to play a seed worse than them for a trip to the final four. Like it that just that doesn't I, I can't compute that. So yeah, that, well, that's a that's a no that's a no no for me. I can also tell you it takes forever to get up there as well. So yeah it's not a very fan friendly, it's not a very team friendly trip. It's not it's just not friendly. So yeah, it, it, it is an advantage and they and they needed overtime to beat them. So yeah, imagine if it's not a, a Husky home game, NC State's probably uh, feeling a little bit better today. Yeah, NC State has had some tough luck over the last year with baseball getting COVID to cancel their World Series. They had a football bowl game canceled the day of the game due to COVID and now this. Um, that, that, as I've spent enough time in North Carolina. Uh, that's kind of par for the course, unfortunately, for NC State. Just seems like things are always stacked against them. All right. Corey, appreciate the call, man, and um, enjoy your call today over on the lakefront as Tulane and UNO play game one of three for the Pelican Cup. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the time. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Thank you. Take care, brother. There he goes. At Corey Glory, voice of the Tulane Green Wave. This is just for you. I just saw it. Sean Fazan just tweeted. Mickey Loomis is speaking. And on receiver help, quote, we have some work to do yet, so we're looking. What receiver? So I'm saying, like, can we just start the wide receiver revolution again? Can you see if DK Metcalf's like, can, how do you, I mean, I'm not saying slide into the DMs, but just maybe just sort of just, like, you know, just send a text, hey, big head, you know, just something. That's how you, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Yeah, just, hey, big head. <laughs> oh, you know, you could pick up the phone. Just like that. What's wrong with do you? You think, you think Michael Thomas would be okay with it? I didn't have a choice. <laughs> what, bro, you've been gone for a year and a half. You don't have a choice. You're not giving him a choice, no. huh? Make it happen. I want DK Metcalf on his team. The most bruising offense ever. 
Yes. Thomas, be Metcalf, the bullies. Hill at tight end. Let's talk about it more. 800-998-1003. So sports hangover at ESPN in New Orleans. It's crawfish season, and Louisiana crawfish are ready for boiling. Rouse's Markets has special seafood boiling rooms in stores. Yep, these guys are professional boilers. Rouse's Markets starts with the prettiest Louisiana crawfish, of course. But the key is the Rouse's Down the Bayou Seafood Mix. It's seasoned with just the right amount of lemon and onion and garlic and heat. Get Rouse's Louisiana crawfish hot from the pot, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. That's 11 to 7 at Rouse's Market. Tastes like home. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. If your garage door is damaged or destroyed during Hurricane Ida, then you need to call American Garage Door Supplies in Homa today. If you need a dependable repair or professional installation, American Garage Door Supplies in Homa will deliver a level of incredible service for your residence or business. Call 985-633-1623 today or stop by 7424 West Park in Homa and check out the many colors of residential and commercial roll-up doors. Plus, at American Garage Door Supplies of Homa, you'll get your door in just a few weeks, not months. Like us on Facebook, American Garage Doors. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Wait, 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 wait. I still think that's one of the best halftime shows. He's one of the baddest Dude. musicians to ever. Incredible. He's incredible. I mean, just he is absolutely incredible. Talented. And also did lead to one of the best skits ever on a Chappelle show. Oh, my God, yes. Especially the fact that that's true. That's the part that made it even better. Like, <laughs> that was all facts. I'm just saying, um, you know, okay, I'm throwing it out there. 800 No, I'm kidding. Just, just for you, just for you. Prince or AD? Prince. Yeah. Without question. Game blouses. You mean to tell me you I get somebody that? You mean to tell me I can get a guy that can ball? Yeah. Oh, he was in heels too. And but, heels. Yeah. So I, he can ball. Right. He can make pancakes, yes. and he can put on a halftime show. Yeah. Give me. Yeah. And he's available. Yeah. Well, well he was. And, but yeah. I'm saying at the time he was yeah. available. Um, tragic man. He's no longer with us, but uh, still, no, um, no, he was incredible. Oh, he's man, yeah. absolutely incredible. He might be the incredible. best musician you know to ever you know ever get behind I, I'm old enough to remember that there was a you know sort of that brief debate not not MJ kind of like MJ Lebronis I mean there, there were some people yeah, that, that were really it was yeah. either Michael or, or Prince. Prince you had yeah. yeah you didn't even want them you to pick a side oh yeah Me? I celebrate both I'm with you I'm with you um speaking of legacy you want some more more legacy please tell me more uh more legacy still to come as again it's Chris Canty as um he um also has his thoughts on on what's up with AD here. Anthony Davis is like a solar eclipse. Rarely seen, but when it does, it's spectacular. <laughs> that's the problem, though. It's too inconsistent, and that's not something that you can depend on when you're talking about being able to have sustained success. That's why you're talking about the Lakers only having one chip in the three years he's been there. Wow. My man, he signed he, up for this. He signed up. This, he wanted look, to be in L.A. Let me tell you something. Brian Windhorst said it best. I'm trying to find the sound, and I can't. But he said it today. To Richard Jefferson, who was at the end of Get Up. It was around uh, 8.30 before I brought the kid to school. So it was around 8.30-ish. Okay. Um, but he said that four years in, which is kind of where LeBron is right now at the Lakers. It's hard to believe when you think about it. I know, right? Yeah. He says he gets exhausting. Oh, yeah. Miami. He said, he goes, everything around you becomes 
there becomes exhausting. He's got a okay? four-year itch. The front office become gets exhausted. The players around him are exhausted. He, he's exhausting. Yes. Now again, this is somebody that covers the guy. This is somebody oh, he that worships him. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. And and that's the thing. I mean, I go back to and I've said this before, and I've had this conversation with several people. And I love. I'll ask you this because this is kind of what we like to do, and we still got some other topics like this that we're going to get into that have to do with the NFL. But who has he made better? Wow. Like when you think of greats, okay, they have one of their abilities is to bring other people up level. Yes, like Drew Brees. Literally is responsible for Lance Moore. <laughs> I mean, call, I mean, think about it. Just a, a lot of different people yeah. making money and being professionals. I mean, the offensive linemen went on to have. There was a year after the Super Bowl where, like, the there was three linemen. Um, Goody, Goody. was one. Uh, um, Nick's Nick's was one. And Evans. before we had the staff infection over there, yeah. but they all got like number one contracts at yeah. their position after that. Yeah, he elevates. Everyone else. Michael wasn't the best teammate. I get that. Everyone wants to say, well, you would have made. But, dude, everyone on that team knew their role, played their role, and were expected to have that role. B.J. Armstrong, Steve Kerr, I mean, Luke Long, pick a center that play Wellington. Those guys, literally, you wouldn't know their names for the most part. No. But won championships. Multiple. Do, Do your role. I got the rest. You get what I'm getting at, though? Yeah. He elevated. And look, and I get it. At Phoenix, tossing it to a three for Kerr. Like, other, Paxson. Some of these other guys were responsible for him winning. Correct. Hit big shots. Correct. But he trusted him, and he made him better. Yeah. I'm just telling you, the way it worked. Did you hear after the, the game here in New Orleans? I mean, if you finish the way, if you listen to... um. The way LeBron talked about yeah. his teammates. Listen, oh, my goodness. listen. Haven't been through this before. D- does everybody kind of understand the stakes? Do you think the the way that you do right now? Um, right now, I do. It's impossible. I'm stopping it right there. First off, the two reporters. That question and the other one about how he made it through the game and how you feel. Yeah. Okay, ask the question. Don't don't speak like a fan. That's exactly Nothing what they sound bothers like. me boys. more than do, do they understand it like you. I mean, my goodness. That's, oh, are they stupid I now? Mean, well, first yeah, off, did you know how I feel about that? The that, whole that feel. they want to yeah. win. You know, I yeah. just want to win. Do you just want to win? So you're 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 assuming and you're you know given the inclination that the rest of your teammates don't care like you. They don't want to win. They, they're yeah. not in it for championships. It's just you. That's why I've never stood. I cannot stand that. Where yeah. we got to get this man a championship. What about yeah. everybody else? Yeah. What about it, like the staff, the crew, and everybody else that works in these organizations? That like, puts in the work. Every, yeah. Everywhere else in the NBA, I've always said that. Like the 29 other teams that work their tail off to try to get to that level. No, no, no. Yeah. This man needs more. It's him. It's all about him. It's unbelievable. Him. It's all about like him. it really is unbelievable. Let's continue. Everybody. Dude. I've been in 10 finals. I mean, it's impossible. <laughs> I guess, but I mean, like, like the situation right <laughs> no, now is impossible. That's a fair point. Yeah, it's impossible. I mean, we have guys that, that understand it. I mean, we have a bunch of vets as well. Um, you know, I, I believe myself, you know, Russ, Mello, you know, um, you know, AD, you know, he understands it, but he's not in uniform. Um, you know, Dwight, he's been through the trenches. Um, that's a lot of members on your you know, team, by the way. All the vets okay. aren't playing. Wayne's not playing. Trevor's not playing. Bates is not playing. Um, they understand it, but they're not playing. Um, so, you know, it's just uh, it's, it's tough. Uh, it's tough. Um, you know, having a, you know, we have a bunch of newcomers that's you know helping us out tremendously on the floor because we need it. You know, but as far as the experience, you know, with all of us, we haven't had enough. We haven't had enough, and a lot of guys haven't had enough individually as well. Never enough. It's never enough. How much help? Now look, one I, need? look, I, 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 look. I understand the man is averaging like thirty point. He's had thirty. He's had seventeen thirty point or more games where they lost this year. Yeah. I mean, Again, though, hand picked team. That, that's what I was going to say. If we're going to have people on national media, Jack, I'm getting to you in about ten seconds. If we're going to have people on national media complain, we're going to get to this later on next segment here as well. But Aaron Rodgers and his contract, call him greedy. That's why you couldn't keep. You know, Devontae Adams and all the greed and all that. I just gave you the top three salaries on the Lakers. It's Westbrook at 41. It's AD at 38 and he's got like 47. 
I, I'm just saying. Two, I mean, two out of the three are a problem. I, I, I'm just saying, yeah. right? I mean, and I'm not saying you should take less. I, I'm just, no, he's, I, he should I, get what he's getting, I, but when I'm you do, saying. you have to, you know, I mean, keep in mind that when, when you get all those names, he went for, you know, he went for an AARP team, and he's wondering why these guys are on the bench. Oh, I'm still, I still, I, don't worry, I got the receipt, I got that, uh, that tweet too. Yeah. Well, he warned all of us to yeah, make sure yeah. to bring that same energy at the end of the year. Yeah, don't and now we do, it. and now he says they can't understand how important it means to him. Jack, what you got for us on the sports hangover? Guys, how y'all doing? I'm doing fantastic. Hey, welcome up, back Jack? to NOLA. Uh, I appreciate yeah, Brian, that, Welcome back to NOLA. Man. Appreciate that. Hey, hey, look, um, Gus, we've been over this. LeBron's a terrible GM. He's awful. The only one worse than him is probably MJ. MJ, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah, but um, guys, I uh, I y'all y'all were talking about Prince. I saw Prince twice. Did, did, did either oh, one of y'all man. go to the concert in the dome? Uh, Brian, you probably a little too young. No. I did not. I did not. Because uh, Sheila E gave this guy a lap dance, and and if you remember, there was this big mountain of a guy named Chick that used to be uh, Prince's bodyguard. He yes. stood right next to make sure the guy did not touch anything, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But, okay. uh. All right. I, I would have loved way, to see Prince, in, you know, live in concert, man. That would have been one of the, the greater, you know, greater moments for me, especially being a music head like I am. Oh. But, uh, um, on to the football guys. Uh, the, the guy who calls you about the Dolphins, um, he's oh. delusional for a lot of reasons. <laughs> Even if everything goes. Even if everything goes his way, mm-hmm. I mean, the AFC is, I mean, I don't think that's hyperbole, guys. I think it got a lot harder. Oh, and, absolutely. And, and they got, you know, because, Brian, like you were saying, Buffalo's in that division. got to play them twice. They got to play the hoodie twice. Uh, you know, I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like, but 13-4, and four, that's a pipe dream. So. Oh, I'm not uh, worried about buying a Miami jersey if that, if that lets you know anything, Jack. I'm, I'm, no, no. Money. I'm just and guys, I don't know about y'all, but I'm, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, I, I'm glad they stopped lying to Taysom Hill. I mean, finally, you know, you're not a quarterback, <laughs> you know, play Where tight end. Josh? I'm waiting for Josh to get I know that's call. Gonna, uh, <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I know that, I know that's going to upset Jimmy, the guy who calls you all the time and, you know, talks up to Taysom, but. You know, it, it, it's time. I'm glad they're finally being honest with that guy. Yeah, I mean, the Taysom here, you know, t- to be honest, I think that should have stopped a long time ago. I don't think Sean should have even made Jameis compete with Taysom last year, you know, when he was coach. I think Jameis, you know, should have just been outright the starter, and they should have started from that point on. Just, you know, name him the starter, let's go. There's no need for this quarterback competition, and maybe, just maybe the team could have won, you know, an extra game or two if, you you know, you had Jameis behind center getting the snaps that he needed to early out the Carolina game comes to mind that, you know, maybe you win that one if you're not wasting time, you know, doing other things with Taysom. So for me, and I also think for as great as Taysom can be as a momentum builder, he can also be a momentum killer with his fumbles and, you know, his inability to read defenses. So I think, you know, I'm one that's ex- extremely excited that Taysom Hill no longer will be pretending to be a QB. And, and guys, I got one question. I'll hang up and listen. Um, what do y'all think is going to happen with the wide receiver position? Do you think they're going to try to get a couple of these veteran guys? I know they're going to draft one. I mean, do you think they're going to exclusively the draft? Do you think they'll try to, you know, pick up somebody that's available? You know. Y'all have a good day. Thanks for taking my call. For me, man, I'm hoping that they double down. I'm hoping that they go veteran receiver route sometime within the next week or so. Mickey Loomis just came out and said that, you know, he's, uh, he's still looking for the wide receiver position. So I'm hoping that they do a veteran wide receiver, maybe on a one year contract, whomever that may be, whether that's, uh, you know, a guy like Julio or one of these other guys, a Will Filler, uh, Will Fuller, somebody like that. Get them on a one-year deal, see what they can do, let them prove themselves, and then kind of, you know, look to the draft to, you know, maybe have their long-term replacement. I'm hoping that's what happens. I think that's what happens. I think they go get yeah. a veteran receiver at their price range. Yes. That they like. They have it, they have it, have something in mind for sure. Uh, and then they're going to, as I keep saying, this draft is stock full of receivers. They can get in the first or second round and go tackle in the first, even though today we'll do this at the top of next hour. Um, you know, DA and everybody's saying, hey, look, they like James Hurst and all that. I, I hear you, but um, you know, we'll see. I, I I do think they get a vet 
and I think they also go in the um, in the receiver, you know, in the market for um, the draft. So I think they will do that here as well. But I got to play one more thing because this just happened. You ready? This is um, <sighs> it just happened. By the way, JJ Reddick, you saw him on there. I did. Yeah, with Max Kellerman. Like they cut this in a second. Buddy, I just need 38 seconds. We'll go to break. I don't think it's right that we, as the media, are going to get mad at players and teams for load management and resting guys while simultaneously knocking LeBron for wanting to play basketball. Fair. That seems a little unfair to me. Um, I, I don't think he should yeah. sit. I think he should manage this injury as he would any injury, as should AD. Mm-hmm. I think those two guys sh- should come back. Frank Vogel said it the other night. They're out of time. And, and these two guys on the basketball court, yes, it gives them a chance to win. But this team, as I've said all season, has just been so poorly constructed. You don't say. Being unfair to LeBron, by the way. Oh, of course we are. That brings a close to our number two, our three next. We'll see if John DeShazer can join us. We'll be back. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Here on this When you're sick, you want to be close to home. World-class medicine doesn't require a trip to the city because the best care is close to home at Thibodeau Regional. We're continually adding new services, and our team of physicians has grown to more than 250. That's a lot of doctors. 